I had a feedback session with my line manager. He said, I think you're still a little bit lost. You're still finding your feet a little bit. And for the 10 days after, so until now, I'm still thinking about this. It makes me feel really uneasy that he said that. Feeling shaky after maternity or another long leave from work? Comeback Coach is the Wobbly Bottom podcast about kick-ass comebacks with coaching psychologist Jessica Chivers. She's exactly what you need when you're riding the return to work roller coaster. In this comeback episode, we hear about the wobbly moments and successes of someone who's made a comeback. Jessica also hosts longer coach episodes where we eavesdrop on a one-time coaching conversation. Today I'm talking to Valeria, an Associate Director at a subsidiary of one of the world's biggest management consultancies. Originally from Bulgaria, Valeria studied for both her Bachelor and Master's degrees in New York before coming to London in 2009. She's got two children and I've worked with her in a coaching capacity through both of her return to work experiences. Our conversation takes place when Valeria is four months back at work after her second maternity leave. And we're talking about what to focus on and why in the early weeks back at work. I hope it's useful. And remember, you can get more help and support for your comeback over at comebackcommunity.co.uk. Now, before we move into Valeria's tale, a thank you to Raiden Solicitors. They're an award-winning family law firm with practices in St Albans, Berkhamsted, Harpenden, Beaconsfield and Hampstead. And they are sponsoring this episode. They're listed in the Times Best Law Firms 2020, which recognises the top 200 law firms in the country. You can find them online at raidensolicitors.co.uk. Thank you, Raidens. You say you came back with newfound ambition. Would you tell me about that, Valeria? I actually would say that the ambition came back a few weeks after I came back to work from the maternity leave. Before going back, I had taken a little bit of time to think about things like I should have a fresh look on everything that we're doing as a company, our products, our projects, how we deal with our clients because I've been away from the business. But actually, I was also worried that I wouldn't feel that way. So I worried about that for maybe a few weeks before going back to work. One good thing that I did when I went back was take the time. I found after the first maternity leave that maybe four, six, eight weeks in the beginning were quite slow. And what I did, I think, well with the second maternity leave was that I took that time to actually speak with a lot of my colleagues. And I mean a lot of my colleagues globally. So the first time I still spent a lot of time getting reacquainted with my team But the second time, I spent a lot of time with global colleagues whom I wouldn't catch up with so frequently anyway. But the world of remote working nowadays made that almost easier because everyone has to book calls anyway and Zooms. So I did that. And what that helped me do is, first of all, get a much better view of what everyone in the company was working on. And that instantly gave me some ideas on things that they were doing that I could leverage into my work copy, for lack of a better word, some of their good ideas, work together on doing things in parallel and learning from each other, but also just getting the pulse of the company, just kind of understanding how everyone is feeling, what perhaps they are ready for in terms of change. And eventually I came to a few ideas around product improvements, a few initiatives around diversity and social inclusion and so on. 
that we were doing is a firm that I actually very much like to get involved with. It's something that I'm only starting now, but I found out about them a few weeks ago when I came back to work. So really just kind of understanding how the landscape has evolved while I was away and getting some fresh ideas from colleagues as much as also looking at everything that we're doing with my own fresh pair of eyes and trying to do things a little bit differently as well. And you say that you took time to see how the landscape had changed. Like, How long did you allow yourself to just pick up the pulse and talk to people and understand what was going on? As soon as I came back, I started booking one-to-ones with a number of people across the company globally. And in the beginning, I had a lot of free time in my diary. And eventually, that started to get less and less. But I think that would have been a few weeks, probably probably three, four weeks. So obviously, projects and clients and things started filling up my diary. But I still always found time for a couple of half-hour catch-ups a week with different people. And how did the ambition that has started to grow in you, how is that different second time around compared to first time around? Or is there no difference at all? I think what I knew the second time around was that this quiet period in the beginning would be temporary. So I believed in myself a little bit more. What I'm trying to say is that the first time when I came back, I was a little bit worried that it was quiet. Obviously, it took time to get reacquainted with clients, projects, things like that. But I was also wondering, like, will I be able to pick everything back up? And actually, the first time around, I picked things up really easily. I had been away for nine months, but not that much had changed in the world of work in the meantime. So I picked it up really easily. The second time around, I think in the context of coming back during COVID, coming back to a completely different workplace, so working from home all the time, made things a little bit more challenging. But I already had this understanding that I will pick things back up eventually. And I think also, you know, the both times I found that there were some small things that I was perhaps not as sharp at as I had known myself to be before children. Luckily, those were minor things like spotting some minor errors in presentations and things like that, that I could see more junior colleagues were faster and better than me at picking up. But eventually, all of that came back. And I think having been through this the first time around just helped me have a little bit more confidence in myself that it would do again the second time around. And now we're talking your four months back in from second mat leave. How are your, your confidence levels? How are you feeling? And I, I think listeners would be really interested to know how long you think it takes to feel like you're operating as you were before. I'll be honest, it's still up and down. <laughs> so four months and I still have my down moments as well. Also, this coming back the second time around, the company has gone through a lot more change in the meantime, not just because of COVID, but overall processes going on. So I feel like it's taking me longer to find my feet, just to understand what are the new priorities? What should I be focusing on? My job, in a sense, has changed a little bit. I just need to be focusing on slightly different things than I did before. And that's kind of a constant sense of uncertainty. But that said, I know that I am good at the core things that I used to do before and the intrinsic skills that should help me do well in my job, I've cultivated for many years. So I try to keep coming back to that. But it's now four months in. I definitely still have wobbly moments. And yeah, I just try to come back to that core mantra that, you know, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) I've worked on this for many years. I wouldn't say that I've cracked it, but day by day it's going well. I like what you said about, you know, that mantra that you keep coming back to. I know what I'm doing. And something you said a little bit earlier about 
putting that one-to-one time in your diary, how did you choose or how did you prioritize who you wanted to talk to and did everybody that you approached say, yes, of course, I'll give you some time. Will you say a bit about that? Sure. So I prioritized my immediate team, my line managers and my line manager and my immediate colleagues on my team at my level. And then the leaders of the company are two MDs. So I got the immediate view and the very senior view. And then I spoke with the company leadership globally or at my level or more senior than me. And I eventually have now started also to do catch-ups with the more junior team that I get to work with in a normal working day. I'll get to work with them on some projects. But obviously what we're missing now is informal chats around the coffee machine and so on. So it's a bit strange that I've ended up booking 15 minutes, half an hour here and there to catch up with people. But what I found is that everyone was very open and very happy to have these meetings. I think, first of all, and I found that with my first leave as well, Everyone is genuinely happy that you're back and they want to catch up and they want to find out about how the children are and so on. But also they're just glad to have a member of the team back that, you know, they used to work with before and hopefully had good camaraderie with before. And also, I think, again, in the context of working from home, it just helps break these barriers down that exist because of remote working. It's not so easy to catch up informally. So in the end, everyone I found was very happy to have a formal catch up when there was no other option. Yeah, and I'm guessing if you've come back and you've found this ambition and you want to keep developing and growing, that that will have informed some of the people that you chose to have a one-to-one with. Because I imagine there have been some particularly senior people that you thought, I want to get on these people's radar. You know, I want them to know that I'm here, what I do. Any thoughts on that and advice to listeners about who you can reach out to and who you should reach out to if you've got ambitions to grow in the business? I think, again, a couple of things that I did when I came back, because those first few weeks were a little bit quieter, I also came back in the summer, which for us generally is a quieter time. But I think also it was the tail end of the COVID pandemic, the first wave. So a lot of clients and colleagues were going on holiday anyway. So I had a few quiet weeks in the summer. In speaking to colleagues, I found out about several different projects that were going on that I wouldn't normally probably be able to do side of desk. But because I had time, I got involved in them. And eventually other things kept coming back in. So I now find myself with a pretty full plate. But it was very enjoyable to be working on some things that I normally wouldn't have picked up. So that was one thing that I did. And I only found out about these projects because I made the time to speak to people and find out what they were working on. The other thing that I did was I worked with you, Jessica, as my coach to come up with a stakeholder map. And for me, that was important because the company had been going through some changes in the meantime. So the stakeholders that I needed to influence had changed quite a lot. So there's a whole number of new stakeholders that I don't know at all. And more importantly, they don't know me. So I needed to come up with, first of all, a list of who these people are and then put some thoughts together around what are our touch points? How can I build relationships with them? What type of person are they? What would be the strategies for building a relationship with them? What would work based on their personalities, work interests, outside of work interests, and so on? So that's still a work in progress. But what I found is that some of them I can approach proactively. In some cases, I'm just sitting and waiting reactively for something to come about. But it does. I've just signed up to organize some remote drinks for women in our company globally, which I never thought I would get involved in. But 
one of the ladies that's part of the organizational committee is someone that I would like to get to know. Mm. And I don't really have other touch points with her. So this is one way to do it, I suppose. That's really good. And I love how you've illustrated that by doing certain things, it's led to you ultimately getting what you want, which is to be known by those individuals and make your mark. You used the word a little bit earlier, you talked about wobbly moments. And I'm asking all of my guests to tell me about the wobbliest or the lowest moment in their leave experience, because I think it normalises the feelings that Listeners are likely to be having the thoughts they're likely to be having. Would you say something about your wobbliest or lowest moment? There have been many smaller and bigger ones. There were some small ones, but several of them. When I found myself not picking up on some errors in presentations, let's say that more junior colleagues did a much better job than me on. But eventually that's all coming back. Finding out about the different changes that had happened to my role, to the company in the meantime, has been a moment of rediscovery. But I would say the wobbliest moment of all was maybe just a couple of weeks ago when I was already kind of on the upward trajectory in terms of how I was feeling about coming back. So I felt like I was finding my feet. I am involved in a few projects that I am quite passionate about. And then I had a a feedback session with my line manager. Amongst several good things that he said, he also said, I think you're still a little bit lost. You're still finding your feet a little bit. And it's incredible, but for the 10 days after, so until now, I'm still thinking about this. And it makes me feel really uneasy that he said that. And he didn't really go into detail. And I think that's part of why I'm feeling so uneasy about it is because I don't really understand where exactly it's coming from. But it really shook my confidence, which I had just started to rebuild. And I wouldn't say that I've necessarily dealt with that wobbly moment just yet, but What I've done is I've got a one-to-one with him coming up where I'm going to bring it up and I'll ask him about specific example of why he said that and what drove him to say that and just try and break it down a little bit further with him to understand why he may feel that way. But also just try to keep coming back to the things that I am working on, that I am really passionate about and that I have spoken to so many colleagues about that I know Others are passionate about as well. And I know that I'm on the right track by getting involved in them. So those are the couple of things that I'm going to do in order to try and address how this piece of feedback made me feel. But just because of how long it's taking me to come to terms with this piece of feedback, I think that's probably actually been my wobbliest moment recently. Thank you for being so honest, Valerian. Perhaps we pick up on that in a coaching conversation. And I liked how you talked about being really honest about how long that bit of feedback has sat with you, but actually what you've done to address those feelings. That's really proactive. What's your top tip then for coming back? I will pick up something that I already talked about, but what I really enjoyed and what ultimately was also very beneficial for me professionally was taking the time to speak to a cross section of the team globally. And I mean, not just people that I would work with on a day-to-day basis, but particularly those that I wouldn't work with on a day-to-day basis, but I had some even light relationships with. Because I learned so much from it, I came up with many ideas in those one-to-ones for things to get involved in, but also just to understand kind of what's going on. And especially because the company's been through a period of change while I was away, it really helped me to kind of navigate those changes and how the team were feeling about it and what would be some of the things that I should be thinking about in terms of what's been happening while I was away. 
Valeria, thank you very much for sharing your comeback with me. I've really enjoyed listening to this this morning. I'm really grateful that Valeria shared that wobbly moment, especially given it's still so raw. You know, when I set out on this mission to bring you uplifting and reassuring insights from people making a comeback, I didn't know how honest my guests would be. So long may this honesty continue. And if you've enjoyed this conversation, please would you tell three other people about it? Or maybe even more. Go wild. And remember, there are more free goodies to support your return over on comebackcommunity.co.uk. Every month we run a live themed problem solving session which happens on a Tuesday night at 8pm London time. They're with me and a special guest, just 45 minutes. They're pithy, practical and positive and they're absolutely free. I hope to see you there. Lots of love, Jessica. Jessica.